0: Do you want to get cognitive dissonance streamed to your iPhone or BlackBerry? If so, download Stitcher free today at Stitcher.com. Hey,
1: glory home up, bitches. So, okay, check this out. Thought experiment, deep shit coming at you. What would happen, okay, if you take those, those like, sharp knife infomercials that you, you get on, like, TV at 2 a.m., right, and you... Put that kind of advertising in a Muslim country, like within two weeks, if that, that day, that same day, they would they would be incorporating like the headings into their <laughs> into their. their <laughs> sorry, it's awful, but it would be it would be like part of the part of the, the infomercial, you know?
0: It would be like, hey, look how it look how it cuts through this tomato. And the shoe is much fast! I don't, I don't
1: know why they're Mexicans. I don't, I don't do an Arabian voice, alright, so it's a Mexican dude. But you, know, you get what I'm saying, okay? Uh, I, somehow that seems more racist to make it, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just...
0: Look, <laughs> I cut to the, the infidel in
1: such a hurry! <laughs> One infidel, two infidels! But 1999,
0: you can cut your own
2: infidel. <laughs> real. Hi, Tom and Cecil. This is Jock the scotty dog mascot from the Commonwealth Games, remember? I'm calling in to apologise for being a wee, cute, harmless dog who somehow managed to offend the Muslims at the Games and I'm just wondering if they'd like to apologise to me for hanging my friend Larry the Lamb upside down, slitting his throat and letting him bleed out painfully, slowly while mumbling medieval platitudes over his twitching, agonised, gripping body. Probably not, Upwell. Potty dogs at this G, love the show. See you by the news. You motherfucking asshole. I, uh, this is Mike in California again, as you probably remember or know, I am a television provider. I work for a television provider and my Samsung Galaxy S5 does this funny thing. When I unplug my earphones, it plays for like 10 seconds after that. But
1: for
3: some reason, this time around, it didn't play immediately. So I get to my customer's house, I unplug my earphones, put it in my pocket, walk into the door, and then all you hear
2: is, a long black cock, a long black cock, a long black cock. Oh
3: my gosh, I was turning fucking red. So thank you, and glory hole. The Bible
1: says not to worship idols. Carrie Underwood I'll be damned Jesus take the wheel because me and Carrie are climbing in the back and that's a dream come true for Carrie because the nightmare is still technically a dream I think I hesitate to let Jesus take the wheel because his blood alcohol levels has got to be through the roof I only had two glasses of his blood and I'm fucked up back off jeez I'm keeping my keys glory hole
4: Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 169 of Cognitive Dissonance, and I think it's... Somewhat uh, appropriate that this end in a sixty nine considering the last week uh that I have had. Cecil, this is actually probably the safest show that we've ever
3: recorded because we are now both sterile. We <laughs> are. No matter what. We can't get each other pregnant now. Tom. That's true. Yeah. It's true. It's <laughs> no matter how uh, no hard we
4: try. It's not gonna happen. We could give we can give each other AIDS, yeah. but we
2: can't <laughs>
3: No matter how much oh of a circle jerk this show is, we cannot, no matter what, get it done. It's not going to happen yeah. now. Yeah. It's
4: not. It's done. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, yesterday I went and uh, I had a vasectomy in the middle of the afternoon. Incidentally, Cecil, I didn't take the day off of work for it. Wait. I just what? figured... <laughs>
3: It? did they come into your office like no what? I, you know, I was
4: i was hoping like they had like a mobile vasectomy unit oh like, yeah it's like, just, like
3: a like a hot dog cart right
4: you know like food <laughs> just, trucks but exactly just more horrifying actually right, yeah um but no they, they didn't have that i was just fucking lazy and didn't want to burn a day so like went in for a half day and they just fucked around on my email after oh. the uh after the event during, but, you know, you're stuck while on you couch. While you're, were you emailing during No, but I was right (laughs) up until, like, I mean, up until the moment that they came into the room, I was answering an email, actually. Wow. And then, and it's only like, it only, procedure only takes like 45 minutes to an hour, so it's like, you know, lunch break, basically. And then, boom, back on the phone. That's how we do it, man. Wow.
3: But, uh, you know, like... uh, See, I work in higher ed. I'd have taken off like three weeks for that. (laughs) (laughs)
4: I figure it's going to be a shitty day. I may as well get paid for it. Yeah, you know. I mean, if I I only I have a finite number of paid days off, there's no way that I'm going to use a paid day off to go have something fucking horrifying done to my genitals. (laughs) Like, there's no way. There's no fucking way. And I want a goddamn check when this is done.
3: Yeah, man. You're going to get some ball torture done. And you know, I did.
4: it, It did after after it was done. You know, I did kind of look up and I was like. Thanks, Obama. Because, you know, this shit's <laughs> fucking paid for now. It's 100%. Thanks, Obama. Is it really? Through the Affordable Care Act, the uh, the procedure is covered at 100% instead of the 80% or whatever that oh, would have wow. really been covered at. Because it's a contraceptive procedure. So, boom. Save fucking 20% on that motherfucker. <laughs> 20%? I saved 20% on my ball torture. <laughs> that was great. But you know what? I I got stuck sitting on the couch, which I'm not really very good at. So... You know, you get stuck for a, a day or two, just kind of sitting around doing nothing. And uh, did it you know, make
3: you testy? <laughs> oh,
0: <yeah. laughs> See what
4: I did there. <laughs> so I got bored, and uh, I said, "Well, let's let's watch a movie." And so we we rented uh, Noah from Amazon. You know, the stream it or whatever service they have. We rented the movie Noah, and uh, we're gonna have to talk about that movie, Cecil.
3: Yeah, well, we're I think we're gonna do a. It's in the works right now. We're not sure if it's going to happen, but we're hopefully going to do a uh, midweek show this next week. uh, So it would be released sometime either Wednesday or Thursday. And it may, may have not only a Noah in the, uh, that we'll be reviewing, but it may also have another Noah from the scathing atheist joining us to uh, tear that movie a new asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what would actually be a
4: lot of fun? Instead of reviewing the movie Noah, we should actually review
3: Noah. Like, we should have (laughs)
4: Noah from Skate the Atheist on and just fucking review him. Review him. him. That would be a fucking riot to do that, actually. I don't like your hair, sir. (laughs) (laughs) We just take him apart piece by piece. (laughs) Evaluating and ranking him. Oh, We'll call his wife and, you know, rank his sexual performance. It'll be awesome. Um, But, you know, I can safely say, um, and I'm not going to give out a, a whole lot of spoilers here, but uh, having a vasectomy is actually a more pleasant experience than watching Noah. <laughs> it's just, it's just straight up, fucking
3: Noah. The movie would not do again. We do have some other nuts to talk about, though. I think we, we should. <laughs> now that we're done
4: talking about my nuts, we're talking about, we can the, t- talking t- about the world. Talking about, about t- these <laughs> nuts. Talking about those nuts. <laughs> you know, the best part about this is it's it's unfortunately gotten uh you know up to 6 of our listeners now you know out of the 7 you know, uh, unfortunately picturing the the very fact that I have genitals. <laughs> so now I fucking basically burned out their they're, minds. They're eye. doing
3: a better job than you because you can't even see them. I so. haven't <laughs> seen them in years. I actually, I asked the
4: doctor, I'm like, how's everything looking down there? <laughs>
3: can you just can hold you, up a mirror? Can you, <laughs> <it's> just just <laughs> help me out.
4: It was actually like a series of mirrors, like yeah. fucking getting down to the bottom of an Egyptian it's tomb. Like,
3: it's like, it's like fucking Indiana Jones and shit. <laughs> right. It's like, just like it's Bounce, bounce the light bounce at like seven like, different angles <laughs> <laughs> just to reach your balls so they can do the surgery. Oh
4: man, I was just glad they found him, you know. And uh,
3: <laughs> did they charge you more for the search? No, like, the,
4: you know the, the nice thing is I brought in my own. Uh, I brought in my own man lift to hold my gargantuan yeah. belly up off of the procedure table. So
3: and you brought in you your know. own bloodhounds to search out the. <laughs>
4: Sniff it out, dog. Sniff it out.
3: Walking around with a
4: jock of yours, (laughs) it's like like, this dog has found fucking like an eighth of an ounce (laughs) of marijuana in like a fucking two tons of fucking roast coffee in like a shipping container. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I mean, he struggled, but he got the job
1: done. That's all I'm saying.
4: Uh, this story comes from independent.co.uk. Outrage in Saudi Arabia at the appearance of female newsreader without headscarf
3: on state television. Ah! <laughs> her hair! We like can the, see her hair. It looks like the girl from Black Swan, doesn't it? Yeah, she's.
4: A, I mean, the thing is, like, the she's actually she's a, she's a pretty girl, I guess, and she's you know reading the news. In and her, she's not wearing a fucking scarf on her. In beam. her turtleneck, right? I mean, but she's still like, like, like the total like a, amount of flesh that you can yeah. see in this picture it's like is like hands and face. Right? You can yeah. see her hands. You can see her face. You
3: can't even properly see her neck. She's not like, well. Not like wearing like a hoochie mama top or something, right? You know, she's not like she's not like wearing nipple tassels out this there. This isn't
4: Playboy News. Yeah, exactly. Right? This she's right. not like all of a sudden she showed up right. and she's got like a fucking dick in her mouth while she's <laughs> like doing the news. <laughs>
3: Oh, I have that bookmarked, by the way. (laughs) It's a different story. (laughs) It's a different story.
4: Um, But yeah, people are fucking... I mean, they're outraged. They're outraged, Cecil, because uh, you got to wear a headscarf and you got to wear a veil and you got to wear a fucking... Viking helmet, you gotta wear a fucking (laughs) look, fucking motorcycle, motocross jacket, and a fucking doctor's mask.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and a gas mask, like an old timey one, like one of those creepy old timey gas masks. You have to wear that all the time.
4: You actually, it's it's getting to the point where you have to wear, like, you have to actually wear like a fucking full Abrams tank. Yeah, that's what you have to wear. (laughs) You have to be covered to the point where you actually cannot be, you are so covered, you cannot be penetrated.
3: Not only by man, but by small arms. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> you know what like, you have to do? You have to take yourself and like dip yourself in liquid latex <laughs> all the way, like your entire body. And then you can just like take a toothpick and clear out your nose holes. And that's, that's it. That's the exact That's what of it. you get. No, that's, that's just you, too look like fitting, that, you look actually. like the tar baby. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> God. You know, at some point, yeah. does the, doesn't the word outrage cease to be meaningful? Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that they can't do, right? They can't do a lot of things. But one of the things they said is it's illegal for women to drive in Saudi Arabia, and Islamic codes for behavior address are strictly enforced by That's the because their religious- whole body's a blind spot. That's <laughs> true, right? <laughs> they have to have, like, little mirrors on the side of their head, like little— <laughs> Little like concave <laughs> mirrors, so they turn very sharply. You know, it kind of sucks too because they can't even drive themselves to the grocery store and they're already wearing the fucking grocery sack. <laughs> That's a cruel joke you're playing on those people.
4: That's actually so they don't, so they don't go to the grocery store because you could fucking hide a whole goddamn
3: turkey in yeah. these clothes. <laughs> you, you could clean out the fucking yeah. Safeway in 20 minutes. Yeah. Wasn't she not? This lady was in a British studio. She wasn't actually in Saudi Arabia. No, right. It was just aired there.
4: It was it. It was just fucking aired there. It was, so it was like they're upset that something happened in a different place that they were exposed to. Fuck, man. I mean, can you imagine? Because, like, you know, here's when I get upset. I get upset when things happen in another place that I get exposed to, like when I find out that the fucking nut jobs in ISIS and Iraq are beheading children. Like, right. when I read that, I'm like, uh, I'm outraged because that's fucking horrible.
3: Because <laughs> you fucking, that's an outrage worthy thing. <laughs> right. <'cause>
4: you're <laughs> like, that's a fucking outrageous event. Like, oh, they're beheading children and putting their heads on spikes. I can't. I can't feel anything but hate and outrage suddenly when suddenly
3: we're in Game of Thrones.
4: Right. That's great. <laughs> right? I'm glad where's your dragon, sir? But it's not like it's not like, oh man, that woman in Britain is not wearing a headscarf. It's like, because she's in fucking Britain, dude. Yeah. yeah. She's in Britain. They're worried
1: that the fucking that that they're gonna get exposed to pictures they don't like. But what the scriptures are anxious to say, it's far more important that we be spiritually strong as a nation then that we'd be militarily strong. It's not enough to be militarily strong. If we are militarily strong, but we are spiritually weak as a nation, uh, we are going to go down. And that's why it's critical, I believe, to have a commander-in-chief who is a Christian-in-chief first and then is our commander-in-chief. So this story comes from Charisma News.
4: First Amendment, Christianity, and Satanism. Um, this is sort of the opposite, by the way, of like a Daily Mail headline, where the Daily Mail headline tells you everything. And here they just like here's three words <laughs> like, all right fair fair enough um so this is some bullshit it's almost by like brian a category
3: Fisher. it's almost like a category in a game show right
4: it's, <laughs> it's like, like it's like uh you're playing jeopardy you're yeah like, it's like the
3: first three are first um, amendment christianity satanism grab bag you know, yeah like, right yeah i'll take <laughs>
4: satanism for 600 bing, exactly. bing, you got the daily double um, so this is a fucking nut job article by Brian Fisher, and in it it's it's sort of funny because it contends what Brian Fisher is contending in this in this uh, article is that <clears throat> the recent push by the Satanists so the Satanists have basically l- latched onto the Hobby Lobby decision they said hey look if if you can't make a corporation um, do something or provide a service because that service um, is is against their closely held religious beliefs then we as Satanists, and they're, and, and they're using Satanism tongue-in-cheek, right? But we as Satanists, we believe that uh, people, all people should have access to uh, scientifically accurate medical information. And so as a result, the abortion laws that have been passed um, are, uh, you know, they, they should be stricken down because they are in violation and we should not be uh, held to them. So they're in violation of our sincerely held religious belief that scientifically accurate medical information be given to women. And Brian Fisher acknowledges that their argument is actually a good argument in this article. But then he goes on to say, Cecil, that, yeah, but when we said freedom of religion, what we really meant was Christianity only. (laughs) And he doesn't even couch it. Like, he just says it like, yeah, but it's really just for Christians.
3: Yeah. And I mean, you know, you're looking over years and years and years worth of documents from the founding fathers, from, you know, different areas. And basically you're saying, look. Here's a deal. I found a couple of instances where maybe, you know, if you believe my argument, you'll believe this. I don't believe what he even writes anyway. So um, so I'm not even going to uh, approach it that way. The way I'm going to approach it is the way I approach all founding father stuff, which is who cares what the fucking founding fathers thought, who care what we care about is what's happening now. You know, the founding fathers might have had an idea, but, you know, we can change that idea if we think it's a better idea nowadays to do it a different way. Um, we recognize that that liberty and that freedom is important. It's an important aspect of our society as a whole. And to have the freedom to, uh, to practice your religion is very important, clearly important to these uh, to the Supreme Court as it stands, right? The freedom to practice your religion is very important. In fact, they think the freedom to enforce your religion on the people you employ is very important. Uh, so When we say, you know, we think that certain things are very important, the freedoms that we'd like are very important. It's not just one particular set of values is important. We think freedom itself is important. Um, So I think it's easy to step away from what they said and say, even if they did come right out and say Christianity, which they didn't. But let's say they did. I would be okay with saying, okay, well, they said Christianity, but clearly there were no fucking Muslims here at the point. Clearly there were no Hindus here at that point. Clearly there were no Buddhists. Clearly there were no Satanists. Clearly there were no Wiccans. Clearly there were no humanists. We need to pay attention to these subgroups because they're important subgroups too because everybody in America is important.
4: Will you stop suggesting that the founding fathers were not political popes? Because (laughs) I find that offensive.
3: Or unbelievably prescient, right? Where they just just fucking completely looked into the future and were like, yeah— We know that the future is going to hold a bunch of different religions. We just don't give two fucks. Why is that such a difficult concept? Like for like America is like,
4: obviously, every nation has to have, you know, like their story, right? Like it's the same thing as like every company now wants to have their founding story. You know, like we got founded in a garage and, you know, we had $15 and a bucket of, you know, rusty nails to our name. And we invented, you know, the Ferrari and the spaceship and we did it. You know our way, blah blah blah. So like, but everybody wants to have like their origin story. You know their their how we began story, and that and I get why that's important. I get why that appeals to people, but I think there's something uniquely American about this this just constant cock gobbling of the fucking founding fathers that is just mind numbing because what it does, and I totally agree with you, man. It stops people from having better conversations. Instead, it like we get mired down in this bullshit about you know, well, what did the founding fathers really say? And then you've got, you know, this ass hat, Brian Fisher on the one side, and you've got other people like pulling out the treaty of Tripoli and like they're fucking swinging their dicks around and they they never stop and say, hey, you know what? Who gives a flying fuck? What do we think? Because we're in the here and now. I'm planning for my future. I'm planning for the world I want to build, the world I want to create, and the world that I want to pass down as a custodian to my children and children's children and your children, blah, blah, blah. Like that's the like that's the mindset you have to have. This fucking well, what did they think in 1776? What, what really? What, <laughs> what were their thoughts? Were you know, nearly thinking, 300 yeah. fucking years ago. Yeah,
3: when they're still trying to beat sickness out of you or whatever. Right. You know, like, right? When the cure for <laughs> schizophrenia was a fucking ice water bath. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and a fucking big mask you had to wear on your
0: face.
2: You know. In the name of Jesus, we speak that. O Ramana
4: i love this story and there's fucking nothing to it. It's fucking delightful. Um this comes from uh WFTX TV, Fort Myers. Fox affiliates, church baptism fountain being used as a pool. Um, and I, I I saw this, Cecil. My first thought was like, that's because your fucking baptism fountain looks like a swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> it does you look like built a little, it little in and pool. it looks like a fucking big giant swimming pool. There's fucking, I'm counting them right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people in this fucking baptism fountain. How many people are you <laughs> baptizing at one time?
3: It's like the entire crowd of Lollapalooza. Like you could just <laughs> baptize them all together at one time. To be honest, though, the people at Lollapalooza probably should use this baptism font just yeah, to right? wash if, up. Well, a the water bit.
4: wouldn't be so clear.
3: Just get the patchouli off of you for yeah. Christ's <laughs> sake.
4: There's like a fucking oil slick across the top of it <laughs> after it's, it's like-
3: done light it on fire
4: you're just like oh my god (laughs) you know it's so funny because like the 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 way this all came to light and this is the part i think is funny is because a bunch of parents um reached out to the local community and they're like we just we really want to make sure that this pool is being properly maintained and the water is safe and the church was like that's not a pool
3: (laughs) Wait a minute. That's our Jesus fountain. I hope that they, like, turn the cross into a, like, their big cross into a jungle gym. Then, like, <laughs> <climb from that. laughs>
4: they're, using, they're using a crucified Jesus as a floaty. <laughs> There's, like, three kids on it. It's like, oh, man, it's so convenient that this thing floats. It'd be oh, fucking amazing that would be to awesome. just walk into a church with a fucking bunch of kids and, like, <laughs> shithead teenagers and just treat it like a fucking jump zone. Just let them... T- <laughs> playing dodgeball, just running around like fucking crazy people, fucking spilling goddamn pizza and snow cone juice on Their everything. mouth
3: is stuffed with communion wafers as they're <laughs> running around spitting them out. Uh, fucking nerf battles everywhere. You know, that'd be crazy because you know you gotta wonder too because you know if you have a baptism font, you're just touching somebody to the water, whatever. This water's got to have some like pretty high levels of chlorine in it now, I would imagine, because you can't have like a public pool because, I mean, come on, the kids are going to poop and pee in the pool.
4: Oh, dude, are you kidding? The thing is, you can't, even if you were never intending to use this as a pool, you can't have a big body of water. This is thousands of gallons of water. You can't have several thousands of gallons of water sitting around in the Florida fucking heat and expect <laughs> it to be clear for seven minutes unless you dump all the chlorine in it. What all of a, it. What if there's a gator in there? I don't know. <laughs> then it will be just like a regular Florida pool. Yeah. <laughs> like what's the fucking difference? I think we got off the track when we allowed our government to become a secular government. Uh, when we stop realizing that God created this nation, that He wrote the Constitution, that it's based on biblical principles, and and um, and, and we allowed those that don't believe in those things to to p- keep pushing us, pushing us, and pushing us away from from uh, the government. This story comes from the friendly atheist blog. Republican Whip sends Bible to every member of Congress to help them with their decision making. I said that again. Um, Republican <laughs> whip sends Bible to every member of Congress to help them with decision making. Dude, that's 400 and change Bibles.
3: Isn't that 500 Bibles? No, oh, come on. The Gideons do that shit with every fucking room in every hotel all across the country. I wonder if he got them from a bunch of hotel rooms. That would be awesome if he stole them off the oh, hotels. if he
4: fucking stole a bunch of Gideon Bibles? Oh, that'd be the best. That would be spectacular. Um, so, you know, it's like, and he sent this fucking shithead letter. Let me read part of the shithead letter. I find that the best advice comes through meditating on God's word. Please find a copy of the Holy Bible to help guide you in your decision-making. This copy is blah, 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 blah. To help guide you in your decision-making, Cecil. What the fuck? Has there ever been a time where you've been like, man, I wonder what the Bible says about corn subsidies? What should we do... <laughs> about corn so you know it's interesting because russia just just passed a law preventing import of goods as as part of their response to the uh uh you, you know uh, sanctions that have been leveled against them for their uh actions in in the ukraine so i wonder what the bible has to say about russian import law yeah oh <laughs> fucking nothing
3: <laughs> Because it's a useless Bronze Age book of stories. There's not even like a good recipe in it, right? (laughs) Like it's not even like it's not. You can't even relegate it to like a cookbook.
4: Yeah. What should we have for dinner? Oh, I don't know. Unleavened bread. (laughs) I'm
3: making this wonderful (laughs) ark. It's delicious. (laughs) I've stuffed it. I've stuffed it with two of every animal. (laughs) It's made of fantasy. Yeah, I mean, like there's, there's, there's nothing in there that would be. I mean, you know, yeah, there's probably a few things in there that you could look through and be like, oh, this is exactly how you're supposed to do. It. Like if, like, let's say that the people on Capitol Hill. We're trying to make sure they didn't sully the tent of meeting and they fucking sacrifice their fucking crow the right way. Then, yeah, they could probably fucking, they could probably look to the Bible for help, you know? Yeah. Make sure you throw the guts on the fucking left side of the altar and right. fucking burn this shit in a fucking burnt offering to the Lord or else fucking he's going to curse you and the rest of your fucking family forever. What to do with a gelded ram? Let yeah. me see. Gelded <laughs> <Exactly>. ram, gelded <laughs> I can ram. I could find
4: that. Oh. I mean like what fucking decision? Like w- seriously, is there a single fucking even like the most recent like thing, you know, where where Obama's like, "Yeah, we got to fucking call in limited airstrikes on the fuckheads in in Iraq." You know, like that's a com- that, that's a complicated decision. It's a tough decision to make. What does the Bible have to say about that shit? Has fucking nothing to say about anything in the modern world. Nothing at all. Like, look up fucking. Grab the fucking index of your recent fucking Bible and pop it open and look for air strikes. Yep, not well, in you know, there.
3: Well, the thing is, is like, like, it, because there's so much just vague metaphorical bullshit in the book that they can basically pull whatever the fuck they want oh, out sure. of yeah. it to talk about whatever situation that they want. They do it with all different kinds of things already. And we see this, you know, weekly, we see them doing that sort of thing. So this is really just a reminder to show people like, look, I'm just letting you know, all of us over here on this side, we think it's a Christian nation. So that's not going anywhere.
4: Yeah, this is, I mean, honestly, this is the exact same way that fortune cookies work.
3: Yeah. It's the same it method is. of the it fortune is. astrology. Cookies. Yeah, same thing as astrology. You're, you're fucking your you're whatever the fuck that uh, horoscopes in, yeah, the, in the paper. Right. It's the same way. Yeah.
4: But you know, the, you know what the difference between fortune cookies and the Bible? You can eat a fortune cookie. <laughs> it's fucking useful. It's not delicious, but it's useful.
2: I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill. Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. So
4: this story comes from sciencebasedmedicine.org. And I want to apologize because I had posted a link this week to a different story i had posted a link to um this essential oils multi-level marketing page um, and they were selling their oils they were advertising their oils for use to prevent ebola Um, and i guess i wasn't the only one who uh, stumbled across this particular uh, page and so it kind of blew up all over the place and they password protected it and so by the time i had actually posted it um, on facebook and twitter Uh, The the link was no good anymore, and the sites now password protected only for the members of their pyramid scam. So um, you can't actually see it unless you want to get, like, all your friends and family to fucking rub peppermint oil on your face or something.
3: Um, I kind of do, actually.
4: But it's popping up all over. So anyone who's, you know, alive pretty much right now knows that uh, there's an Ebola outbreak in, in West Africa. It's the worst Ebola outbreak in the history of the disease. It's spreading, you know, from uh, country to country. About like 17 1,800 people have been infected, I think, at this point. So um, this, of course, Cecil, calls all the fucking nuts to arms at this point. Like they're fucking rubbing essential oils on themselves <laughs> to prevent themselves from getting goddamned Ebola.
3: Yeah, panic really is sort of the quack invitation, isn't it? Like it's when the panic starts to hit. And it really, I mean, I was watching, I was... I was at the movie theater last night and um, the movie theater I go to has like this sort of adult section at the top where you can just go away and like you're at this like sort of bar area and there's a bunch of TVs and I'm looking at the TVs and, you know, there's like talk shows and what going on. But there's one TV in the corner that's showing this footage and then they cut to like shit that's happening in like Gaza and then they show like Syria and the destruction. I'm just thinking like this is like a fucking end of the world film reel they right. have here. You know what I mean? Like, you see these people in the fucking... In the rubber ducky outfits, the fucking Ebola people. <laughs> they're, like, completely fucking wrapped up as tight as possible in these outfits. I mean, you've seen these people, right? Like, with the duct tape all over them. And they're, oh, like, yeah. completely, yeah. like... Like, as fucking hermetically sealed as you can be and still be breathing, right? These people are completely fucking wrapped up. And Ebola is a terrifying... You know, disease. It's something we don't really have a fucking handle on, Um and then you get like idiots, like d- like fucking Donald Trump, Trump, who's just like, "Here's the thing. I'm just gonna say some shit," and then it gets fucking. Did you see how many retweets one of these guys? The fucking twenty three hundred retweets for this.
4: I know, you know, and it's so funny because it's 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 obviously a total lack of information about Ebola. Like, Ebola is a scary disease, but Ebola is not past. Uh, you know, by breathing, it's not like you cough in the room and the next guy gets fucking Ebola. Like Ebola is spread um through contact with body fluid, so it's spread um by through contact with you know semen, sweat, or blood. You can't get Ebola from shaking somebody's hand. It's not how it works. One of the reasons that it spreads through West Africa with such virulence is that there's a there's a practice at funerals where people go up and they kiss the dead. They kiss the forehead or the cheek of the dead person. Well, if you're putting your fucking a mucus membrane of your mouth on the fucking forehead of somebody who just had a fucking hemorrhagic fever and that's how they died, that's, that's
3: an awesome way to spend. That's unclean. Boa. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll stop doing that. I was yeah. I've been kissing dead people all week. That's <laughs> I didn't
4: realize. No, no, no. You can still kiss the dead, just don't
3: use tongue. Yeah. <laughs> just like licking their face off. It's
2: like Wah!
4: it's just so funny. It's like the guy is like, he doesn't know fucking anything about anything. Yeah. He doesn't even know how to fucking fake having hair properly. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And people fucking listen to this guy. Did you see? Down at the bottom of this, there's this uh, Facebook post from uh, nurses against mandatory vaccines. That's a thing, by the way. A Facebook group called that. What the fuck is that? Um, And I I, I like, uh, there's somebody who comments at the very bottom says forced vaccination is part of the government's plan. It's best to look for another career nurses just in case. And the person who wrote the article says, I actually agree with the last commenter. If you're a nurse and anti-vaccine, you're in the wrong career. Fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> Absolutely, man. you're just going to spread
4: bad information. Yep. You're like you're in a position
3: yep. of authority Yep. and you're spreading bad
4: information. You know, and unfortunately, Trump's in the same position, right? For whatever fucking crazy celebrity cock-gobbling reason I don't understand. People love that
3: guy, and they do look up to him as an authority. You know, I think the reason why they look up to him about the Ebola thing is that he looks like he survived Ebola. (laughs) Trust me, I've had
4: all the diseases. I've had (laughs) every disease. I had them all put in a cocktail,
3: and I drank it drank the whole
4: fucking thing. You know, Cecil, that thing about the fucking essential oils, I really wish you could have seen it, because it was like, yeah, you should use fucking thieves oil and this other thing. And it's like, wait a minute, slow down. Yeah. Thieves oil was the oil mixture that was used, the essential oil mixture, at least this is what it's purported to be, that was used by people robbing tombs so that they didn't catch the fucking diseases of the, graves and things. They didn't catch the diseases of the... Well, that sounds old-timey. That's right. (laughs) Like, that's what you're fucking banking it on. You're banking it on... A fucking bunch of degenerates who are fucking grave
3: robbing your grandma? You know what you need to do is rub horse
4: species on your face. Right. <laughs> you know what? We should we should just worry about which fucking which one of the humors is causing Ebola and then exterminate all the I, cats in our city on, and where I, I've pinpointed it. It's all of the humors. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the humors. God, this shit makes me so crazy, man. Well, fucking essential. And then you know they're selling fucking buckets of these oils, man. They're selling this shit in buckets to a bunch of fucking dipshit suburban moms who are going to fucking lather up their unvaccinated kids with a bunch of goddamn tea tree oil.
3: Yeah, well, and it's scary, right? You see it on TV. Like I was seeing the night, I saw that shit on TV, and I was like, fuck, that's scary. It looks terrifying. Fuck yeah. So I'm going to be motivated after I leave the the place to... to At least think about it. At least it's going to motivate me to think about what's going on over there. And then if somebody, if I'm I'm in a vulnerable state, then I'm in a vulnerable state of mind. I'm in a vulnerable state because I'm worried. And all you have to do is just pinpoint that worry as one of these fucking quacks. And you can, you can build fucking a ton of money out of people. Because, you know, and it's the same thing happens when people panic about, you know, we talked to uh, Bob Blaskowitz about what happens with Brzezinski and those other places and whatnot. But you know, it's really about panic because you know Brzezinski isn't treating treatable cancers; he's treating untreatable cancers. Right? He's not going after. He's not like, oh, well, I got a fucking cure for Lou Garrett. What? I, oh, I don't know which one. It was it leukemia. There's one of them, like yeah, one of the low level leukemia ones. They're pretty survivable. The type, right? Yeah. He's not going after those. He's going after ones like, it's stage four pancreatic cancer. You know, right. So people, no matter what, they're just fucking completely panicked. And they will sell everything they own to try to get a piece of staying alive. And the same thing here. This is not something that, you know, that you just have an answer for. It's not like it's not like you can walk in and be like, oh, you have this thing. Well, all you needed to do is take X, whatever that is. And I'm sure there's plenty of different things out there that I could, you know, point you to. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know which one. But I'm sure that there's plenty of, you have this Here's a this, you know. They don't have that there is nothing for this. There's there's what there is is um, you know, they they try to uh they try to separate the people out, they try to keep people away from each other, they try not to fucking, you know, dip their fucking hot wings in the person's blood <laughs> and eat them, you know, different things. <laughs> <laughs> Extra Ebola-e? <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. It's a It's a new flavor at Buffalo Nigerian Wild Wings. Yeah. Jerk sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's disgusting. Sierra, Sierra, oh, Sierra Leone Sriracha yeah. sauce. It's, <laughs> it's like <fucking> like pull <laughs> Oh you shit. You really got to just drag your Texas toast through that too, oh, you know. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. No, but, you know, clearly, you know, there's, there's, there's ways to, to, (laughs) there's ways to, you know, keep it away from, from humans. And then, you know, the fucking, the thing is, is like, you're also, the worst part about this is, you're giving people a false sense of confidence, right? So... The way in which to prevent you from getting it is to not fucking dip your bread on their face. You know what I mean? Like, you know, don't kiss the dead and don't, you know, practice these safe practices. Don't fucking get near their sweat or their fucking blood. You know, when they're fucking bleeding out the eyes, nose, face and throat, you know, (laughs) you want to stay away from that stuff. So but now what happens if I fucking rub this thieves oil on myself and then I'm like, well, I'm I'm protected. No problem. Right. You're actually helping spread it even more. Yeah, man. And, you know, it's
4: funny because one of the things that occurs to me is, you know, for a lot of advertising, they sell you fear first. Right. And then they sell you the solution to that fear, whether it's a mild fear, like how are you going to get that fucking grass stain out of your clothes? Oh, fuck. I hadn't thought of that. Oh, here's how you get that grass stain out of your clothes. Like, oh, yay, It's awesome in a situation like this for these people, because the media's doing all the fear selling. So they don't. They have to. They only have to concentrate their marketing efforts on the back half of the transaction. It's it's almost like somebody's like saying like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll pay half for all your commercials." Oh, sweet, that's a great deal. He's got to pay half for all my commercials. You're going to generate the fear because Ebola is fucking scary. We're going to generate the fear, and then all I have to do is just propose my bullshit as the solution. And really, like with Ebola, you're not going to get around to suing me if I'm wrong. Like it's not like yeah. you're gonna be like, um Yeah. Yeah, I had Ebola. I'm feeling a lot better now though. I had <laughs> Ebola and I rose. <laughs> I'm
3: good. Yeah, I recovered from SIDS and now I recovered from Ebola. Right. And I'm yeah. just doing oh, great. Fucking full recovery. Yeah. Full recovery. Amazing.
4: So the Washington Post also has a story related to Ebola, not surprisingly. Um God is angry with Liberia, local religious leaders say, blaming Ebola on homosexualism. What? Is that a thing? That's a thing now. Yeah. Um, So no surprise, it took approximately like six seconds, I think, um, for people to blame the Ebola outbreak um, on homosexuals because Ebola has nothing to do with your
3: sexuality at all. There's a... I guess it's a not safe for work picture down near the bottom there's a dead body on the street um but you know it's crazy to see like a dead body in the street right like because you always see like then the movies in those like outbreak type movies or whatever there's like a dead body and you're like how the fuck did you get in the street <laughs> right? it's like, how the fuck like, aren't you, aren't you like sick at home? And then they like you just die at home, right? And like you see, like watch the stand or whatever. And there's people in their cars, and they're just dead. And you're like, well, where the fuck were you going? Like, I'm out of here. Sick. You're fucking bleeding out of your face. <laughs> where are you going? But instead, like, like I guess that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess I, I stand corrected. There and is a, a dead he, man in the street. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. I guess you just. Feel busy when you're gonna I, die. I don't know. You got, look,
4: brother, you got errands to run. You got errands <laughs> to run.
3: <laughs> A little, get to the post office to get stamps. They're not gonna get themselves. What kind of pussy ass fuck? case of
4: Ebola stops you from going to get your fucking shit done?
3: Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah,
4: my organs are yeah. liquefying. What fucking ever, dude? <laughs> get your shit done.
3: A hard working ass yeah. motherfucker. That's the yeah. thing. You know, the, the, the talk about the gays you know basically it's it's homosexualism is causing the the uh, Ebola crisis you're just like okay well i would believe you if only homosexuals got Ebola i would believe you if only people who supported you know gay rights got Ebola yeah i and would the believe bigots you. were like i'm fine i'm fucking protected by my layer of bigotry right <laughs> nothing can get through it <laughs>
4: bigot forces unite <laughs> like form like a bigot shield And the Ebola virus is trying to get through. And it's like, fuck, he's a bigot. We can't penetrate his bigot armor. There's nothing we can do. We tried. Like the fucking Ebola virus, like goes back to report to its Ebola captain. It's like, Captain, (laughs) we can't there's nothing. We've tried everything. They're routing our forces at every turn. He's impregnable. His (laughs) anus is too tight. Is he from Kentucky? He (laughs) is, sir. There's nothing we can do. We've been defeated. So we're going to take a break and give you all the information that you need to become a patron of the show. And we'll return in just a moment.
0: Want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash dissonance pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five star review on iTunes or Stitcher or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big heartfelt glory hold to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock.
4: So this story comes from the Daily Beast. Reagan book is the latest conservative fail. Um, This is the Facebook Cecil for Patriots. Reagan book. I don't wait. What? Yeah, man. Evidently, like, because we all know, like, the conservatives are, uh, you know, they're constantly being marginalized despite being close to 50 percent of the population, if not more sometimes. So they're always being marginalized. So they have to eschew the popular um, social media sites and 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 websites like Wikipedia. So now they have Conservapedia, and Facebook with its with its obvious bias, obvious liberal bias, where anybody can have a page. Somehow that's biased. Anyway, uh, there's now a. <laughs> I, think, uh, I don't Reagan think you book.
3: understand what bias means. Right? If you say that like you just you just gave up. Like you started reading the dictionary, you got through A, and then you gave up. <laughs> You did not get to be. It's so funny, too, because I read this story, like, so they're
4: starting the fucking Facebook for idiots, like the conservative Facebook, whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. like
3: conservopedia for...
4: Yeah, right. But it's like, you know, some of the most fucking, most vitriolically hate-filled right-wing bullshit I have ever encountered I in know. my life has been me on too. Facebook. Me too. I, I mean, nobody would fucking possibly say to me <laughs> some of the crazy-ass shit that I have had <laughs> I said to me on Facebook. Nobody, Like, I could be fucking, I could be driving through Oklahoma with a fucking dick in my butt.
3: I was just going to (laughs) say, with a
4: dick in your ass. And a fucking sign that says, like, I fucking love black people and Mexicans. And you're basically hiding behind a glory hole the entire time. And I still would not, I mean, I'd be killed, but I still would not have the fucking horrible shit that I have had spewed at me on Facebook. In person, like that is, like at some point when you're like, oh god, it's just not conservative enough. Yeah, I know. And
3: why Reagan book? Like, Like, what is that? Fucking, they love Reagan, dude. They do love Reagan. You know, it's funny. I've been reading a book, um, and this book is by C.J. Wellerman, uh, and it talks about it's like Republicans can't be atheists. I think is the name of it. And uh, it's our hope to have him on the show in the future, actually. And uh, I was I was reading it and, and talking about like the Reagan policies. And uh, and it's interesting to see sort of like kind of, you know, two sides of Reagan, because clearly the the, the right loves him. The right just loves that. They love him to death. And then you get a chance to sort of see, you know, there's another set of statistics that, you know, the right doesn't want to talk about. And there's a lot of statistics that come out that like he kind of fucked the economy, kind of did some pretty bad shit and and. They just seem to forget that. They just conveniently forget all the bad stuff because we're far enough away from it. Where now all there is left is hero worship, and so well, oh, you know, we have this thing from Reagan book. And you know, you got to think too. It's like you know, if you're gonna write, you could do like a Facebook clone. Isn't Facebook gonna take you to fucking j- like like to court? Yeah, maybe, but maybe they would just look at this and just shake their fucking
4: heads. You know what I mean? It's like. This is like if if your fucking pit bull gets attacked by a fucking blind, retarded, one legged nine year old Chihuahua yeah. right? Like the, the at some point the dog's like, Look, man, I could fucking eat you. Look, man, don't make me do this, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like like just like looks down, like opens like one massive eye and is like I will fuck
3: you up. Yeah, the, <laughs> that's it. Ver- it's just the, over. It's done. The very best part of this article, though, is the troll stuff that's going on in this. It's so funny because evidently, as soon as they open this shit up, fucking a bunch of trolls jumped on <laughs> with names like Ben Benghazi and Al- <laughs> Alzheimer's. And then the best, the very best is they have a picture. And it really does look like Facebook. I mean, it oh, looks yeah. exactly like Facebook. And And... <laughs> to to like, one of the pages on there is Ronald Reagan's titties. (laughs) (laughs) And and I want to tell you a couple of the likes. One of them is King Obama, which is hilarious. Somebody King Obama. (laughs) And then the other one is Gristle (laughs) McThornbody. And Gristle McThornbody is a line from a Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode called Space Mutiny, which if if you like Mystery Science Theater and you haven't seen Space Mutiny, it's one of the funniest ones ever. But somebody got the name Gristle McThornebody. <laughs> oh, it was so great. It was just fucking awesome. And then they wound up finding a page called Ronald Reagan's Titties, <laughs> and they liked it. And I think that is absolutely delightful. There is no, there is nothing in this. And the best part is, is that the page is categorized as Monarch. So Ronald Reagan's Titties <laughs> are a Monarch. Everything in that, Tom, is absolutely delightful.
4: I know. No, man, I love I do love so much that the (laughs) that the trolls just attack this shit. It's just like it's like, wait a minute this because you know what this is. This is like when we were kids, you know, and we were going to fucking vandalize the fucking weird neighbor. Yeah. And we had to actually go out of the house and fuck with the weird neighbor. (laughs) Now you're like, hey, it just spreads. It's like. Have you seen Reagan book? And someone's no. like, "Whoa, I can do horrible things to this." Somebody <laughs> yeah. clearly loves this. I'm going to wait. shit on it.
3: I it's the wait. internet. Yeah, they <laughs> can't do anything about me coming on here and making a page called Ronald Reagan's titties. Right? I mean, that is just that is just fucking. I am smiling ear to ear. I cannot help myself but smile at that. That is absolutely wonderful.
1: Let me tell you something, Alan. If America continues to reject the mercy of the christian cross america will live under the tyranny of the islamic sword so
4: this story comes from right wing watch brian fisher agrees with isis that you, the Yazidis are devil worshippers, and that's why obama is defending them oh, brian man. fisher is the biggest fucking bag of assholes <laughs> Like, he's it's, an entire bag. All he's by the whole himself. bag. He's just a he fucking is. animated bag of assholes.
3: He's like a revolving door of assholes. That's God. What is. you yeah. know you
4: cannot. You seriously you cannot follow, even even, even at a distance, the fucking unbelievable horrors that ISIS is wreaking across. Iraq and Syria—it's unfucking believable. Are they making people listen to
3: Brian Fisher? It's almost that bad,
4: man. <laughs> it's almost. <laughs> thankfully, they behead most of them before ah, they before they whoo, play it.
3: Woo! Wipe the sweat off your brow, there. I know, Goodness man, because it's like getting
4: close to being untenable. Yeah, man, I'm telling you.
3: Yeah. Well, let's subject our listeners to Brian Fisher right now. <laughs> Um this is Brian Fisher from his uh dipshit Brian Fisher show whatever it is American Family Association Brian Fisher bullshit um, and we're going to do a couple Hate of clips screeds
1: across America. Eight <laughs>
3: screed. Here's his focal point clip.
1: Now, he's taking us right back into Iraq fighters dropping bombs.
3: I came to drop bombs. Crimes <laughs> 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 in the Bible's got solved.
1: Right, go. <laughs> Even as we speak and we'll talk about why President Obama now has decided to go back into Iraq, and it's because ISIS, the Muslim militants, are slaughtering devil worshipers. So President Obama, we'll get to the details as the program develops, President Obama bringing the full weight of the American military into Iraq now after months and months and months of begging from the Iraqi government now he's going in there because devil worshippers. What? <laughs> God. God, everything is fucking factually wrong
4: I know. with that. Like I every know. single thing that he said is fucking just factually wrong with it. And I'm not going to go through and rehash the politics because other people have done a better job of it. But there's fucking no devil worshippers in Iraq. <laughs> how How long do you think your fucking lifespan would be in Iraq as a devil worshipper? It's not like you could be like, oh, yeah, um, what do you do? Oh, I was just fucking, I would totally meet you over at the mosque, but I've got to worship the devil. So I'm
3: kind of busy. Like, <laughs> You would not make it seven minutes. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing, too, is, I mean, it's just the idea of a devil worship Such a is the stupidest idea ever. Right. Like, who is going to go out of their way to be like, I would like to willingly be evil. Yeah, you know, it because we're not talking sense. about Satanism here. We're not talking about because, the, you know, the, the Satanists will always talk about how they're about freedom and they're about this other. You know, the other stuff that they're about. I don't even care what they're about. Yeah. So please don't send us your letters, please, 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 please don't, 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 don't do it. But um, but, you know, clearly this is he's saying devil worshipers, right? He's saying these are people who are like fucking it's like it's like that fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he fights the devil. Right. And there's like a, a league of people who actually are actively evil human beings who are trying to bring a real devil onto earth. You know right, what I mean? Like right, like right. it's like fucking Rosemary's baby. You're just like that's not a real thing that
4: happened. No, man, it's it's not a real thing and it, you couldn't you couldn't even you can't even stop for a second and think like rationally that something like that could happen. How could you have a community of people where all of the people were evil? You cannot have a community of evil people. That's just not like, those (laughs) things don't work. It'd be like, hey, you want to buy my goods and services? Fuck you, I'll rape and kill your mother. Like, oh yeah, I'm evil too, so I'll shoot you in the face. Like, it would just fall apart, like, immediately. Right, yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Plus, nobody would worship the devil. Like, I've said it before on the show, like, devil worship doesn't make any sense because if you believe in a devil, like a satanic devil, a devil like an actual evil thing, then (laughs) that means that you are like, you're a Christian, like, or, or you have a different faith because it comes from something, right? It's not like, I like think there's like a, a theology of just like the inherent goodness of the devil because if it was inherent goodness, it wouldn't be the devil. It just it doesn't make God. any sense. Like, it's yeah. like theologically inconsistent with itself. It's fucking jib-jab, man. And it's not why fucking Obama's fucking doing limited fucking airstrikes in Iraq. Maybe it either.
3: is. You don't know. I don't know, dude. <laughs> right,
1: Our under attack. When Christians were under attack, they've been fleeing for months. They've been beheaded. They've been crucified by the side of the road. They've been told to convert, submit, or die. When they convert, their wives are taken to become Islamic wives for the Muslims who have forced them to submit. And nothing, nothing from this White House. Miriam Abraham, Christian woman in a rat hole of a prison in Sudan, shackled to the wall, forced to give birth in this prison. Shackled to the wall. Nothing from President Obama. Saeed Abedini, Iranian pastor in a hellhole of a jail prison in uh, Iran. Nothing from President Obama. But they go after devil worshipers. All of a sudden, the entire weight of the United States government sent in there to relieve them.
3: You know the thing is, is you know, you know, I think he's right. The reason why is the devil worshippers have a nice big red phone and they use that <laughs> to call. Calling. It's like it's like calling Commissioner Gordon on the old-timey Batman. Right. It's <laughs> like, like it's like a flip-top devil head to get
4: to the phone. They all get just open one it like up and they
3: pull it out. Yeah. It's a big ass red phone. Even though and like you're living in Obama. fucking
4: you know, like barbaric fucking 14th century squalor on the side of a mountain in fucking yeah. nowhere, Iraq. You still have like a fucking brass, like bust of the devil whose yeah. head swivels and has a
3: fucking telephone line directly to Obama. That's yeah, how it works. B- well, sure. Yeah. it's and, just fucking and, how it works. And clearly the the difference in power all across, like, you know, like it's like they're they're like the Masons, right? You know, like if there's like this sort of secret brotherhood of devil worshipers and clearly Obama <laughs> is one of those people along with, uh, you know, so you have the highest of the high, which is Obama, who clearly has all the power and the weight of the American military and can basically decide where that goes, even though that's not technically true. Oh, <laughs> and that's, then, no, that's not. And true. then right. there's like these lowly guys in Iraq who are devil worshipers being attacked by ISIS, you know, and, you know, clearly Obama feels a kinship with those people.
4: Right, and that's why he's bringing the the full weight of the, the American
3: military in the
4: form of limited airstrikes.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's basically, they're, it's not airstrikes, they're just landing planes on them, because it's the full <laughs> it's weight. It's the full
4: weight, yeah. yeah. They're just they're just fucking dropping from, like, fucking C-130s, <laughs> just anvils. It's,
3: it's fucking, like, it's old school weight. style, like, the Wiley it's like Coyote fucking, shit. Exactly. <laughs> People get hit, and then they have, like, a huge bump that gets on their head and goes <laughs> through the anvil. The only, the only solution yeah. is to press it back down. Yeah. Like... <laughs> it's the back down and it comes out somewhere else.
2: And it you know, doesn't mean that there aren't groups of people in this country that, uh, you know, that I have sympathy for. I do. And there are kids that were brought into this country by their parents unknowing that they were breaking the law. And they will say to me and others who defend the rule of law, we have to do something about the 11 million. And some of them are valedictorians. Well, my answer to that is, and then, by the way, their parents brought them in. It wasn't their fault. It's true in some cases, but they aren't all valedictorians. They weren't all brought in by their parents. Uh, for everyone who's a valedictorian, there's another 100 out there that um, they weigh 130 pounds and they've got calves the size of cantaloupes because they're hauling 75 pounds of marijuana across the desert.
4: This story is also from Right Wing Watch. It's fucking super weird. Michelle Bachman worries that unaccompanied children will be used
3: for medical experiments. We, we just got that's it. That's all you need to say. Let me just play with she to oh. <laughs> It's I'm already crazy. choking back the vomit. Crazy! Here we go. Here's this is Michelle Bachman from Wall Builders Live. Uh, wall Builders Live, huh? What a welcoming show that is. That Wall, wall builders, builders Live. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Here
3: we go. <laughs> I wonder what their topics are. She had to I'm take the curious. black before wonder, she could speak. There. I wonder if. I wonder if they're going to talk about immigration. <laughs> let's no, hear. no, yeah, from Wall Builders. Let's hear. Yeah. Impossible.
2: A foster child by definition is a ward of the state we have 400,000 foster children in this country and now President Obama is trying to bring um, all of the foreign nationals the illegal aliens to the country and he has said that he will put them in the foster care system well I will tell you from personal experience we don't have enough foster parents now in the country for the kids in America we, we certainly don't have enough foster parents for all of the illegal aliens that the president is trying to bring in right now. But again, that's more kids that you can see how it, no, we can't imagine doing this. Yeah. But if you have a hospital and they are going to get millions of dollars in government grants that they can conduct medical research on somebody and a ward of the state can't say no, a little kid can't. Say no if they're a ward of the mm. state. No matter what.
3: If you, I mean, even if you push their face and contort it so that their lips are apart, <laughs> they just can't say it. They literally That's, cannot say no. <laughs> well, what government contract?
4: What government contract gives millions of dollars to hospitals <laughs> to experiment <laughs> on little kids? What country are we living in? I know. Like, is it like all fucking... of a sudden? Is it, like, is this fucking nineteen forty three in Germany? Yeah, at this I know. point. The fuck is going on as if that's the thing Cecil it's like she says it as if that's like something like hospitals like hospital workers are out there and they're like like fucking roaming the streets like picking up fucking unattended children for their fucking evil hospital experiments like like ah, that evil fucking black trench coated kidnapper from advocate christ hospital
3: (laughs) wait what what are they testing on them too just, like that's the other thing too is like like what are they just like fucking like randomly amputating limbs just right. for the fun of it? Just like oh man, I got this great contract to amputate limbs off of another human being, and there's nothing. To, I mean that's they're it. Just, like, yeah, that's, they're just that's fucking it. You know what it is? Basically, it's like,
4: they just pull them off like fucking kids playing yeah. with flies. They're just like ha ha ha. Exactly. And it's I don't even think hospitals do a tremendous amount of research. Like most of the research is done by like. Like the NIH and the CDC and the fucking university health systems, Universities, system yeah. And fucking pharmaceutical. Like actual hospitals are in the business generally of treating patients. I think that's... Not wandering around
3: kidnapping orphans. You know, this is... T- <laughs> <It's> <laughs> what like, the fuck? Like she lives in such a Dickon-esque <laughs> world. You know what I mean? exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... A little kid walks up there and he's got one prosthetic limb. He's like, "Please, sir, can I have some more?" <laughs> you know, uh, uh, what I uh, what I I can't, I marvel at though, Tom, is that this is two stories in a row where somebody just says whatever they want <laughs> <laughs> with no basis. In fact, Not they're, just at like, they're just like they <laughs> just like whatsoever. I mean, they could just be like, and Obama, he shoots a rays out of his <laughs> eyes. You know, Okay, that's cool. There's nine more seconds. I'm just curious if she says anything else.
2: So here you could have this institution getting millions of dollars from our government to do medical experimentation, and a kid can't even say no, it's sick.
3: Follow the money.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What money? What
4: imaginary fucking monopoly economy (laughs) are you fucking talking about, where the government just gives hospitals millions of dollars
3: (laughs) to fucking to to perform experiments on orphans? Oh oh god, I love that at the end of the (laughs) he says that cliche, it's like follow the money.
4: (laughs) He doesn't know what else to say. You seriously like that's the thing is like. I have no idea what to say to this woman
1: right now. Hey,
4: the platitude.
3: Money. It's a fucking
4: amazing.
3: Oh, man. Follow the money. I love fucking... It's like, we love the free market, but... Yeah, we love the free <laughs> market,
4: know? but we hate the free market. We, we you know, hate isn't she also yeah. making a case that, like, life sucks in America, so these kids would be better <laughs> off living elsewhere?
3: It's true, too. Like... She's
4: like, hey, look, I know that you fucking made this (laughs) unbelievably dangerous, arduous journey across Central America through Mexico, probably by rail with a fucking low expectation of of fucking surviving the trip to cross dangerously, probably at night through dozens of miles of inhospitable desert. But I got to tell you what it's you wouldn't believe the shit we're going to do to you here (laughs) if you thought that was
3: bad the shit that is going to happen the shit storm in southern ohio oh, you yeah. cannot understand look out look out cuz you you know you got to you got to basically submit to fucking doctor frankenstein <laughs> When you go into the hospital, there's those huge, like, fucking, like, uh, like big lightning rods that the lightning shoots. <laughs> <just laughs> like, 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 the top whomp, opens whomp, up whomp. like a fucking
4: yeah. giant terrarium <laughs> so that the fucking table can lift <laughs> up to the sky to and life. present
3: better to the... Exactly. And they just kill the kids and put the parts on different ones and see if they can raise them back up. I mean, that's just how it works.
4: Every time you walk into a hospital, like, I'm sure you've seen it, like... You walk in, there's like the reception and registration area, and then there's like the dozens and dozens of giant vats of formaldehyde with dead kids in them just like floating there.
3: And every nurse has a humpback. Follow me, sir. (laughs) Sorry, I'll be following the money. Thank you very much. I would be following you if your name is the money. The money. So we want to thank uh, all of our patrons, but we specifically want to thank uh, our newest patrons, Chrissy, Niall, Joanna, Sakura, Gruff, David, Natasha, and Jonathan. Thank you all so much for donating. uh, Your hard-earned dollars go a long way to making sure sure the show is possible, and we appreciate all of our patrons, so thank you all very much. And we are very soon going to be uh, scouting a place right now to uh, To to find a place that is uh that is suitable for our uh for our picnic that we're going to be having, which we are hoping will go off this year. We're we it's our it's our plan to have it um either late September, early October. Uh, we will keep you informed as time goes on, but the announcement for that's probably going to be uh, near the end of the month, and then uh, we'll basically be accepting RSVPs to it. Another thing that we're going to try to do, Tom, is we're going to try to see if we can maybe set up a volunteer day based on that right beforehand. So you would come out maybe if you wanted to. You didn't have to do both. But if you wanted to do both, you could volunteer your time. We're hoping to maybe do something with like the Chicago Food Depository. And it'll be a couple hours. And then we would basically just head out to the picnic area and just go and have a picnic afterwards. So it would be a little bit of uh, volunteer work and then a little bit of hanging out Drinking some cognitive dissonance brews and eating some cognitive dissonance burgers and uh, some store-bought veggie burgers.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm not making fucking homemade store uh, Veggie burgers. A, a homemade veggie burger is fucking lettuce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, like at that point, it's like lettuce in a bun lettuce and in a bun.
3: I was talking to somebody recently. We were having a conversation about, um, you know, it's okay... To try to make burger like items right and be like, Okay, this is a vegan burger or a vegetarian burger because it's basically chopped up stuff sort of in a patty like sure, shape yeah. and then you cook it and it you know it maybe it tastes like a burger, maybe it doesn't taste like a burger but in in any case it's a burger like item right yeah. that's okay to try to do, but when they try to be like I ate a vegan filet mignon, and you're like, "No, you didn't. No, 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 you, you didn't. Did not. No, there's nothing like that. No. <laughs> there's nothing you can do that can make it like that. I get that you don't want to eat meat. That's cool, but don't pretend to eat a T-bone st- t- steak. Yeah, that's just I not love gonna, when it's
4: like, oh man, I had the the whatever, and it was just as good. It's like mm, it
3: might have been good. <laughs> It might have been good. But good. mine had bacon
2: oh, and suffering. Yeah. So,
3: yeah. man, I went to a vegan restaurant one time and it was the worst
1: experience <laughs> I ever had. It
3: was so bad. Oh, it was terrible. It's so funny because I ordered what I thought they'd be good at, right? I was like, oh, well, I'll get a vegetable thing. I'm just going to fucking, let's just fucking do this. We'll get a vegetable thing. So I ordered this, like, it's like a potato tart, right? It had like leeks and potatoes and it was in this like little tiny and, it, and this is a gluten-free restaurant too if you wanted it, but this one clearly had gluten. It was like puff pastry type like stuff and it was made in this tartlet little form and it came out and I tasted it. it was the most bland shit I ever had. <laughs> so I took it home and the next day I come in and I look in the fridge and it's gone. I had gone somewhere during the day and I was like, I asked my wife, I'm like, what'd you do with it? Did you eat that? Because clearly it was not good. <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah, I ate it. I was like, you ate it? And she's like, yeah, we had a little bit of salt pork left over in the fridge. I sautéed that up and threw it on top, and it was delicious. Yeah, well, I, the thing is, like, it, it,
4: that's a good substrate, right? Like, yeah, That's right. like the canvas. Right. Yeah. But you still have to paint on the fucking thing.
3: <laughs> it's not a good place to eat. But in any case, we're looking forward to having that uh, vegan uh, barbecue. Vegan-friendly barbecue. <laughs> vegan friendly. It will be a real barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> foods, oh. various foods. We got a message from WT, and WT says, um, I like how he spelled my name here. He says, Hi, Tom and Cecil, and he spells it with two E's. I love that. <laughs> I love that they don't pronounce it that way. I think it's hilarious that, that it's somehow pr- mispronounced overseas. In all
4: the other countries.
3: I know. It's, I, like, it's like the metric system, it's, it's like how they drive on the wrong side of the road. Right. Yeah. Like dumb bastards. I mean, no offense. <laughs> Uh, he says uh, I just wanted to say how much I enjoy the show unfortunately this compliment is in lieu of donation he can't afford it right now being out of work yeah you know look clearly uh, we love it when we get mail like this because it just shows like you know people really do enjoy the show and it makes us feel good that you like it Um, you know, the, the, the money that people give us, we're always, you know, super happy for, and we're always, we always want to thank those people, but we also want to thank people just for listening and just for enjoying and, and, and sharing it with other people. So thank you for listening. And, uh, and we hope you, uh, we hope it gives you something, you know, clearly it's a bad time if you're out of work. So hopefully it, you know, it gives you a little bit of, uh little bit of uh, humor in your life where maybe there might be a little less now.
4: Yeah, we'd hate for anybody to feel guilty because they can't donate to the show. If you
3: can donate, great. If you can't donate, that's okay, too. We, we're glad to have you as a listener. We have, I, I'm always shocked at this time. We have scientists who listen to our show. Yeah, I, i you know, I, I, I've thought about that a it's little like bit. It's like doctors I, and like I, scientists. I'm like, wait, what?
4: I can't. I've never understood that phenomenon. I would assume it would only be like, I don't know, what what's the job where you like Clean out the porta potty <laughs> and then whatever job is under that.
3: Whatever job is under that. Like, that would be the guy who towels
4: off the, the guy t- who <laughs> cleans <laughs> off the porta potty, the guy who power washes that
3: guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but, uh, Tom, why don't you read, uh, uh, Leah's, um, yeah, Leah's she sent us an
4: email. It says, Glory Hole, I listen to your podcast all the time at work and I just nearly broke a shitload of glassware and spilled chemicals everywhere. Listening to you guys name off fake diseases crazy eyes Bachman would make up discussing the merits of screwing chickens and cows versus eating them and Jesus taking the wheel and running down motorists I laughed so hard my eyes teared up and misaligned my contacts (laughs) and my safety (laughs) glasses got so foggy I couldn't see crap all while I was attempting to walk holding a glass bottle full of chemicals and my shoulders were shaking furiously from laughing myself (laughs) silly love you guys Jesus man that's outrageous That's awesome. I would love to actually be that funny.
3: Yeah. That would be. (laughs) The thing is, we're aided by the fumes in her lab. That's what's clear. Exactly. Yeah, clearly. We got some great gay mafia names from Harley. I think this is fucking great. Some of these gay mafia names. Um, Buff Tony. (laughs) Just the tip. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bumster I like Bumster's this one Bumster's good Johnny Sausage is my favorite <laughs> Billy Fingered um He's like little fairy, and he's like little Larry. Maybe pushing him a little. <laughs> I like that he's like recognizing that he's not. he's like maybe these he's aren't second funny. guessing his own yeah, humor. Yeah, he's second guessing. Fabulous Alan, fashionable Joe. That's Those good. would be. Yeah, that would be a really funny um, skit if there was a <laughs> big game off. That would
4: be fucking hilarious. Yeah, put together awesome. by the right people, not us. Yeah,
3: put together by funny people. Right. See if you could find some funny people. Yeah, find us.
4: Email us their names. Yeah, we'd like yeah. to. <laughs> I'm
3: gonna hire him. To fucking write for the show. Get some tips
4: just the tip just the tip
3: (laughs) (laughs) so we got a message from patrick and patrick says hey tom and cecil having listened to the show for some time i judge you both fans of baked goods much like myself uh to that end i submit these lyrics to a traditional hymn that i put together after having uh the the phrase father son and the holy wheat toast rattling around in my head so tom please read patrick from evanston's psalm praise Bin from which all cookies flow
4: Praise Danish bread and nuts of dough. Praise him whose oven bakes the most. Praise waffle bun and whole wheat toast.
3: <laughs> I think that's great. I think it's great, too. I like Cause it, Because you can too. hear
4: the fucking, like, the the chanting intonation that that would be sung in. I can't yeah, do it. Yeah.
3: But yeah. It's fucking great. So uh, we are going to be putting on a week, another show this week. It's our great hope to have on... Uh, no illusions from the scathing atheist as well as we hope his uh, news correspondent he then right so if we can have them both on we're going to have them both on we're hopefully going to discuss the Noah movie with them and uh, and uh, we may also be appearing on his show soon too so uh, so hopefully keep, keep, your, uh, keep your ears open for that we'll let you know if that does go through but uh, until next time we will leave you as always with the skeptics creed
4: credulity is not a virtue it's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno babylon bullshit couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night infodocutainment.